This is Dr. Daniel Vaningen with this week's Parenting Podcast. Are you dealing with a child with an anger problem and you don't know what to do? That's right, we're going to talk about anger today. I'm going to focus specifically on five arts, anger, anger reduction techniques that can make a difference. Um, first, I want to, want to invite you to check out the following videos at our Parenting Doctors YouTube channel. Uh, the Dr. Vanningen Clinical Psychology and Parenting Show with fe- that featured on anger. So check that out. Also, uh, a more extensive video completed by both Dr. Sarah and myself, Loving Angry Children, Five Golden Coin Insights to Working with Anger in Families. So check out those resources. In today's podcast, I want to provide some specific strategies uh, that both parents and children can implement as strategies to deal with anger and I'm calling them ARTS, Anger Reduction Techniques. But first, let's consider anxiety scaling. I think it's helpful to scale uh, anxiety. So on a scale of 0 to 10, 0 is completely relaxed. 10 is when you're maximum anxiety. And I often say 8, 9, 10, that's where you're panicking. Uh, 5, 6, 7, this is high anxiety, which could then lead to a physiological panic, a physiological flooding, an overwhelm an inability to uh, tolerate or cope, uh, the capacity to tolerate the feelings becomes overwhelming. Um, and so it's that five, six, seven, what I call the window, that therapeutic window. Three and four is moderate anxiety, two, one, minor anxiety. So sometimes scaling your level of anxiety is helpful. Um, and sometimes anxiety is what's underneath the anger. But putting anxiety to the side, let's consider some strategies with anger. Sometimes it's helpful to engage in perspective broadening. Perspective broadening. So you know those you know those times when gears have trouble shifting. Sometimes teens can get oppositional, uh, and underneath, you know, they're really uh, they're really being oppositional. Sometimes arguing, and that those arguments are surprising to you. Um, some of them aren't, but sometimes they are surprising. It's the interior cingulate cortex. This is the part of the brain where shifting, shifting those gears can be hard. All right, and sometimes you need the snake versus eagle metaphor. Um, you know, sometimes uh, kids will will strike out when they're just upset, but it's helpful to take perspective. You like an eagle, you fly up and you take perspective. But look at the whole picture. Let's take a Let's take a look at the whole picture. Let's take a better view, a more broad view. Sometimes perspective broadening can help kids shift the gears more easily. Sometimes it can help them to not be so oppositional. Um, families need to have, and, and let me just say real quickly, uh, if there's a deficit of serotonin in the anterior cingulate cortex, kids are more likely to get oppositional. So, and what are the what's one of the ways we can increase serotonin? Um, Superfoods, healthy eating, healthy nutrition can make a difference. Of course, exercise, getting adequate sleep, um, but it can help um, decrease the serotonin in the anterior cingulate cortex. Kids are less likely to be oppositional, less likely to be angry when they're when they're when they get a good bite to eat, right? Um, so. But families, families need to have explicit discussions on anger. So anger is acceptable. Anger is normal. 
you are allowed to be angry. This is really important for healthy families. If you grew up in a home where anger was normal, you likely are angry often. If you grew up in a home where anger was scary, you likely experience visceral reactions when someone else is angry. So some parents may need to be reminded by their partners, uh, if they grew up in this type of family background, that anger is allowed. You are allowed to be angry. Parents may need to say to their children that, you know, it's okay for you to be angry. You are allowed to be angry. You are allowed to disagree. You are allowed to say, I disagree. But you're not allowed to kick, hit, punch, swear, say I hate you, say you're a terrible mom. Anger is allowed. You're allowed to be angry, but you're not allowed to say certain things. It's what you do that counts. So I think having some of these conversations, explicit discussions on anger at a family dinner um, once a week, once a month, I think is helpful in balancing out, discussing the emotional health of the family. But then there's the techniques that define the therapeutic zone. And it's it's that emotional window that if you step into it, you can feel the heat. In anxiety, it's that, it is that window when anxiety is amping up into a panic attack. In anger, it is that physiological sensation, those things that are happening in the body that is raising the tension. Parents can see the tension rising when the child is digging in their heels. Parents can see the tension rising when the child is beginning to resist. The child is now oppositional. What happened? They crossed the threshold. Now they will require more than 20 minutes to physiologically calm down. It is during that window when the following arts can make a difference. Arts, those anger reduction techniques. We all need to apply arts to our lives with children because raising children and raising teens is all about being inconvenienced, right? Um, Among, uh, of course, many other rich and positive and amazing things. Um, But there's a lot of inconveniences. So these techniques, they help a little. Right when we we, we uh, enter into uh, that that zone where we need to apply arts, consider applying these anger reduction techniques for yourself as the parent, but also taking time with your children to develop these arts as needed. So, so I'm going to talk. I'm going to give five here techniques that can help when um, we're starting to cross the threshold and anger is starting to flare up. Uh, so. Uh, here, number one, look, breathing works if you do it, and it's helpful to connect counting with breathing. So as a person begins to cross that threshold into that zone, an anger reduction technique is the three twelve six. You're connecting counting with breathing. Have them inhale three seconds, and then hold for 12, and then exhale for six. Again, inhale for three. Hold for 12, exhale for 6. Try doing a set of 10 repetitions. Between each repetition, take a deep inhale and exhale. The key is the exhale because that gets the carbon dioxide out of the physiological system, which can be an aggravator, which can elevate anger, increase the sympathetic arousal. So really a deep exhale can make a big difference. Number two. Visual image replacement. Some some fix their attention on this is being done to me or how it's unfair and may place their attentionality on a particular fixed point in the house or the car. 
A visual image replacement involves identifying a beautiful place, a location, an image that would replace their current image focus. Some people use pictures they hold in their body, some screensavers, some paintings, a piece of art. But it acts as a visual image replacement. A third, a third anger reduction technique, the silence maneuver. Commit to counting prior to talking. Agree that they crossed the threshold. Now we'll count to a designated number. And the idea is we're just going to value silence um, prior to talking. It's best if this is an agreed upon established uh, anger reduction technique prior to um, being in the middle of you know the chaos. Uh, because just being told to silence, uh, to be silenced, that doesn't work for teens. <laughs> um, here's a fourth technique, the mindfulness scan. Now, mindfulness involves paying particular attention to the present, right? Happiness is embracing the present. Um, but particular attention to one's senses, the five senses. For this podcast, I'm going to mention smell, because smell goes directly to the limbic system rather than the other senses which go through the prefrontal cortex. So here come some, some smells that can help um, as an anger reduction technique. Having essential oils in the pocket. Scratch and sniff snickers. Or, excuse me. Scratch and sniff stickers. Actually, interesting note. I just learned this week at the post office, they're now on U.S. stamps. Um, I felt like, oh, this is 1985. Someone else said, no, this is 1975. But having flavored chapstick or gum, the idea is that we want to smell time out, a smell. And, and identifying smell as an important sense and helping us to be mindful of the present can reduce or prevent the anger flare-up. And fifth, brief exercise. Ten squats or ten push-ups or ten squats and ten push-ups or five burpees. Establish a routine. I call it a two-minute routine. Uh, it lasts no longer than two minutes. It's a brief exercise routine that just really helps uh, alter the physiology. Um, so those are five anger reduction techniques uh, that can make a difference in that anger threshold when we are right in the middle of it or passing the anger threshold in that therapeutic zone. These are some techniques that can be helpful for both the parents and the kids. My name is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on helping your child deal with an anger problem.